Today is Sunday, June 3rd. Ooh, I think it's my uncle and my best friend from Australia, Chris Iametti. It's not his last name. I am a... No, that's July 3rd. Scratch that. Reverse it. The Yankees, they won two games and two games got postponed against the Meek Orioles. We're going to talk a little bit about rain delays. We're going to talk a little bit about Yankees baseball. We're going to talk a little bit about life, maybe. Well, let's just talk Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Recaps galore and weekly awards. Stat lines, steaming hot takes. Your Yankees news with these two fine dudes. It's time for Talking Yanks. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Talking Yanks with old John Boy, John Boy and Jake. Rate that intro. Um, like not good because you you totally went back on half of it. <laughs> I would give myself like a two out of ten on that intro. It was okay. It was better than that, man. Okay. Only up, only, only up from here, though. Only up from here. Thank you for joining and listening. This is Talking Yanks. My name is John Boy. I'm coming to you from Northern California, and I co-host Jake's coming to you from Denver. Two transplanted Yankee fans. I'm originally from New Jersey. Jake's from Connecticut. I lived in Connecticut for 11 years. I also lived in Illinois and Australia and I think that's all in California. What's up, Jake? How you doing? Nice, man. Hey, <laughs> hey I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm excited. I'm nervous. Why are you nervous? It's our 115th episode. Why are you nervous? I think we just keep it honest with the people. I, both of us are having some digestive issues today. This show could just go off the rails real quick. Not in its traditional fashion. As I sip my coffee. Yeah. Let me tell you about my coffee a little, Jake. Can I have been dying to tell you about this coffee? <laughs> it's a fake. Are we starting fake sponsors now? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not a fake sponsor. It's from McDonald's. Okay. And okay. McDonald's is the closest place to my house that serves iced coffee, which I like. The right. problem is they're so stupid. So because wow. this Yankee game got rained out, I had to participate in society, which – just right. like it wasn't a day where I wanted to participate in society. I'm, I'm a hermit now. I sit in this room Dude, and watch Yankee games. I, I'm cu- I was the same way. I was so excited to watch Yanks. When you told me it was rained out, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Yanks was part of my like get Sunday going thing. Yes. Thing. That's routine. So I, so I went out and then there was like 14 cars deep at the McDonald's line. So I'm like, all right, I'm just getting iced coffee. I'll just walk in and get it. So I walk in, instantly, whole family eating ice cream ahead of me. I'm like, oh, that looks good. They got the cookies on the register. I'm like, that looks good. Everything's taunting me. I'm like, don't do it. Just get the coffee and leave. So I say, can I have a large iced coffee? Also, um, large iced coffee. I say no cream, no sugar, just black. I even say no flavor because that's what McDonald's calls it because they're a bunch of weirdos right. who call it flavor. Like, what? what is that? What are you talking about? Anyway, I uh, pay – Guy hands me my coffee. It's like pure white, like looks like milk. And <laughs> I'm like, no, nah, man. I said, I said just black. And he's like, oh, you didn't even want cream? Like, oh no, because I said <laughs> just black. You know? Yeah. So that's annoying. And McDonald's, like, they, at a fifty percent clip, they fuck up the coffee. They just are own. you at are you at like a McCafe where they have like the full coffee offering or no? It's like your run of the mill regular ass McDonald's. Okay. But then I just had to look at everyone. And then the manager of the McDonald's is like this 18-year-old kid who's got to wear 
a tie. It's 90 degrees yeah. over here. And I was look, looking at him just – he was making me miserable. Imagine imagine waking up in the morning and putting on a long sleeve collared shirt, dress pants, tuck in your shirt, put on your belt. You do up your tie. You zip it up. And then you walk into McDonald's to work. <laughs> yeah. That's tough. That teaches you character, man. Yeah. All right. So the Yankees. Rainouts. Not fun. <laughs> yeah. Not fun rainouts. You got any any good uh What's with the rainouts, man? Yo, so everyone was like, Are they gonna break the record for rainouts? Are they gonna break the record for rainouts? And our friend Katie Sharp sent that the record is from the nineteen forty three Chicago White Sox. They had forty four double headers. Well, that was the most double headers. Was that linked to rainouts or was that just a thing? They were all linked to rainouts. There's twenty two rainouts. I I went and checked the schedule. It was insane. This is the weird. This is the most bizarre schedule I've ever seen. They played cool. two doubleheaders in a row versus the Yankees, so four games in like thirty-six hours. Yankees won all four. Five guys played every inning of every game for the Yankees. It's awesome. I love going through old game logs and like. Can stats we talk about this a little bit? Yeah, I know there's advanced metrics and fatigue and stuff, but like playing four baseball games in two days. Not the most daunting thing in the world. <laughs> it depends how sunny it is. <laughs> Isn't that kind of hilarious? <laughs> oh, man. It was a sunny day. I'm dead. <laughs> no, but if it's if you're in the outfield for 18 innings on like, and most of those innings are under the beating sun, like a true yeah. double header, fuck that, man. Yeah. But, and if you're catching, if you're playing first, you're not having that bad of a day. No, you're talking to a lot of guys. Good day, good day to DH. Great day to DH. That's like ideal. Double DH yeah. love doubleheaders. Like, yeah, it's fabulous. <laughs> Sweet coach, I can I can play both. <laughs> I can play both. Yeah, I'm good. What What's your best rain activity? Are you do you enjoy the rain? Is that a weird question? I want to know. Do I enjoy the rain? I don't dislike the rain. Um. Yeah, are we talking like if we were like baseball players? No, just life. Okay, you live. It's normal humans. I'll start it here. You live in Denver. Does it rain in the summer in Denver? Yeah, not a lot though. Denver, Denver's thing is three hundred days of sunshine, and it's like actually true. It's pretty cool. Because in Northern California, rain in the summer is non-existent. Like non-existent. I just told like my. uh, Girlfriend's dad, yeah, they rained out. He's like, in June? What? It happened. I love a good summer rain. Like, I think that was that when I was a younger and a kid, that was like, okay, go outside and play time. Like play mud football. Yeah. We used to just go ride our bikes through puddles in town. That was like Man, being a kid is so easy. Hey, it's so hey, it's easy, raining. You wanna dude. go ride our bikes through some puddles? That was yeah. a, that was a real line of thought and a, a happy time. Now here I am getting upset looking at a dude at McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, innocence is bliss. I also That's like I also like swimming in the rain. Like when I'm down Jersey Shore, I like going in the yeah. ocean because it's a little choppier and crazy. Then you come home, you put some sweats on, watch a movie, and it's the best thing in the world. Mm. 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 Ma's got some lasagna cooking. I'm Jake's in-, in the corner. He smells like whiskey and farts. You're talking about yourself? What was that? All right. 
Do you want to burn this game? This is a shorter episode, guys, because it's two games. And to be honest, um, we may just be back with another two-gamer recap tomorrow because we don't know how to handle these this doubleheader Monday yeah. and then two games first Toronto. Do we sandwich them and do a four-game set? You guys may enjoy that as listeners better, but I think I would much rather – okay, let's talk about the doubleheader after it real quick. Like hopefully we only – we don't go past like you know half hour on it. I think there's not many storylines, so we'll just – we'll burn them. We'll talk about the games themselves, and then we'll give out awards. Is there any storylines we need to talk about, like any roster stuff, any of the minor league stuff? I don't know. So Clint Frazier got called up for the doubleheader. Right. David Hale or whatever rookie that was going to make a start on the doubleheader, or not rookie, triple-A pitcher. It might have been David Hale. might have been uh, Josh Rogers. Is that his name? Josh Rogers might have been – some people thought it was lasagna. Lazoiga, I don't know how to say that guy's name because I'm forty, <laughs> but it, but that would be crazy because he's on the he's on the because he's only played a couple games at Double A, but he's on the forty man. So there was a lot of like talk and speculation. You have to call that guy Lasagna, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, his name is is his first name John because Johnny Lasagnas. <laughs> Let me find it because Johnny Lasagna is a great yeah. name. So you just said your name's Johnny Lasagna. <laughs> Um, okay, here it is. It's a uh, Jonathan. Uh, dude, I had a fucking don't I have no idea. L O A I. Okay, so, <laughs> so so right there. So wrap that up to just a Loy Loisiga. So right there. What noise is that? L O A I Siga sounds like the end of it. Okay, we're gonna have to get for talking Yanks episodes like two hundred when this kid's starting. He's on the 40, man. I think he's a pretty coveted guy. Um, okay, how to pronounce this name? I, I can't even. Let's see. Loisiga. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's only in my headphones. Loisiga. Loisiga. Loisiga? Loisiga. Or second second thing. Loisiga. 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 Johnny Lasagna. Loisiga. Loisiga. And all the pronunciations on this website have been downvoted saying they're all wrong. So Johnny Lasagna might have gotten the start. So that was a storyline of speculation. Now that's over with. Clint Frazier's getting called up. Uh, Justice Sheffield's agent is quitting the agent business industry and says that he never he wishes he never heard the name Sheffield in his life uh-huh. and that the agency business is like fighting in a sewer or something like that. I just read the article. It's pretty interesting. He signed Justice Sheffield out of high school. To like a five percent deal, but they never. It wasn't finalized on paper. It wasn't written. It was kind of just a verbal yeah. agreement. So when he signed and got his million dollar signing bonus, he only gave his agent three percent. So the the agent said took him to court, but everyone else was like, dude, you can't take him to court because you don't have it in writing. So yeah. it's on you. So he took him to court in Arizona, and Arizona said, no, you lose. You you this. This isn't your fault. Like, yeah, he may have fucked you, but you fucked yourself by not doing the proper paperwork. So the state you of played yourself. But check this out: the state of Tennessee heard about this lawsuit in Arizona, and Justice Te- Justice Sheffield was an athlete in Tennessee at the time. And you can't represent an athlete in Tennessee and not be registered as an agent in Tennessee, which costs five hundred dollars. So the state of Tennessee gave him a fine of seventy grand or something like that. And took him to court for seventy grand, and he was like, "What the fuck, state of Tennessee? What? What's your fucking problem?" 
Why don't you just, yeah. he was like, why don't you just, I signed up as soon as I found out it was supposed to be it. Like, why don't you just give me a speeding ticket? Like, or find me like $1,500, not seven grand. So then in response to that, he outed Justice Sheffield's brother for using an agent while being a college athlete in the state of Tennessee or wherever he's at. So that, mm. so that got it docked down using that information. He'll be like ratted out Justice Sheffield's brother, got it down to 10 grand in fines. I think he's going to pay that and he's leaving the agency industry. And he says it's uh so that's a storyline. I don't really know. I don't wow. have, I don't have any opinions on it. It's kind of just interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know about any of that, but okay, wild, wild stuff. Yeah, you want to talk about like? No, let's just burn, and then everything else will come from the burns and the awards. Should I just burn then? Just burn it out, baby. Burn, All right, me... Jakey, burn. burn. Noodle the doodle. You want to dance? Yes. I want a polka. Are you going to time me? Of course I'm going to time you. You know I don't care, but it's okay. Str- no, it's, well, I didn't it's know a- if there was a countdown coming. It's, Sometimes you give a three, two, one. It's pretty strict timing. Okay. Mark, get set, burn. Game one against the Baltimore Orioles. Sonny Gray versus Andrew Cashme outside. How about that? Andrew Kashner. <laughs> 2019 Yankees shortstop Manny Machado hits a solo shot, foreshadowing one nothing O's. Is this going to be a game? Is this going to be a series? No. Rookie of the month, Glaber Torres. RBI single scores Neil Walker, arguably the two best second baseman in the world. Speedster Greg Bird with a triple. John Boy blushes ear to ear. Is blushes ear to ear a sang? Uh, Yanks are up 3-1 at this point. Hey, Sonny Gray. Hey, how are you? After the solo shot only gives up three more hits, six innings, 6K, no walks. How about that, Gray? Chad Green, whoa, are we going all peckerhead? Nope, we're going tough, guys. Dellen Batances, Chapman, everyone is invited to the party hit-wise except G-Unit, Giancarlo Stanton. Yankees win 4-1. to one. Anything else you need to know? Hicks was involved. Close stance Romine, I mean, they didn't even know. That's pretty much it. We beat the Orioles. <laughs> That's just what we do. My favorite stat from this game was that eight guys got hits. All four right. runs came from four different players, and all four RBIs came from four different players. It's kind of nice symmetry and team game right there. Judge hit a home run. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy that hit him hit, hit in himself. Everyone else, it was like a double and then hit him in. Double, hit him in. Double, hit him in. It's a good game. Yeah, I mean – we're we're happy with Sonny. You want to talk about Sonny? I know you said you you, no, you had some thoughts. No, I'll save it. I'll save it. I haven't. I'll save it for. Ooh. I'll, save, I'll save it for awards. Ooh. Okay. And we won't talk about Sonny. Yeah. I don't know. Kashner, Sonny Gray. Good the game. Orioles are brutal, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I know we're gonna talk more about that later. But bird triple. What are your yeah. thoughts on that, dude? Bird. I mean, it was like a four hundred and nine foot bullet to the center field but leg did out nicely run birdie run yeah long strides man that's what it's all about when you're a big guy no 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 short choppy strides that's what i do well you're not a big guy come on you're a little tiny boy <laughs> uh <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> hey, ah. hey man hey everyone hit good i mean dd dd had some hits i don't know that was that was just kind of a solid game we had a lot of hits a lot of guys left on base but we won, so who so who cares in the end? Bullpen looked good. Yeah. yeah, I mean, once the game was, 
I mean, even when it was 3-1, it's just like, <laughs> just sorry, Orioles. I just feel like you don't have the heart right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk, yeah, okay. All right, let's burn game two. Burn game two. This one's going to be a little sloppier, but that's how daddy likes it. What? That's, that's a little weird. Yeah, you, that, you. so were you referring to yourself as daddy there? <laughs> yeah, and, I think so. And then were you saying that you like it sloppy? <laughs> Dude, you should have seen the nachos I had yesterday. I'm guessing they were oh pretty my neat. Pretty God. Boulder Beer Company. If anyone's if anyone's out in Denver, Boulder. So you know, nachos up there on my favorite food list. Nachos. It's it nachos. It's up it's my it'd be my appetizer as as my death chair meal. <laughs> when we drove cross country, we stopped at every stop, we or you had we ordered me, you and our friend Evan ordered nachos. So Pennsylvania, Nebraska, Colorado, yeah. Chicago, nachos. I know how much you like a lot nachos. of nachos. What's your ideal nacho like layout? So, dude, let we'll get to that. But let me talk about these Boulder Beer Company nachos. So I get we go for a hike. So after you go for a hike, it's pathetic. You think you can do whatever. You're like, oh, I could drink. I can eat whatever. I went for a hike. I'm I'm good. I did that the other day with yard work. Yeah. Oh, I can. Yeah, I can eat whatever. So they've got, I was like, all right, I'm craving some nachos. I didn't, we went to some like new age hipster dinner the night before that was like, wasn't enough, just not enough food for me to be full. So I was like, I'm I'm gonna mess up some nachos if they're on the menu. So it was like nachos, you know, ten bucks. And then it was like, oh, you know, it's two dollars to add either chicken, pork, or um, beef, something like that. And then below that, for five dollars more, it just said add the farm. Wow. Yeah. So Daddy added the farm. What was the farm? It was everything. It was brisket. It was chicken. Just all sorts of assorted meats in there. And the rare problem, but still a problem with nachos, was there wasn't enough chips. Wow. That's it. That is rare. Would, Usually you have leftover would, chips and you're you, like, don't want you. It's a good problem. It's kind of like a Brandon Drury in his consecutive on base streak in the minor leagues. It's a good problem, but it's still a problem. Something's got to be addressed. Did you hear that stat the other day? Yeah, he's crushing it down there. Yeah, dude, because he's a major league baseball player. <laughs> my, my thought on Brandon Drury is what if, like, we've said this, but what we said, like, they may have a handshake agreement. Hey, like, just get your eyesight right. We, Andujar's crushing it. I mean, you probably wouldn't take his spot anyway right now. You'd be a utility guy. But just get your eyesight right. We, like, you know, it's not like he's Neil Walker on a one-year deal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's still a player of the future for the Yankees. But Anduar has earned third base. So what if they have a handshake agreement that's like, just take this year off, man. Just figure out your eyesight. I, see, I don't think that works for athletes. Like, if he's he's gotten on base for, what, 28 straight games in AAA or something? But it was him who said, it was him who said it's still a problem when Cashman was like, no, it's he's healthy. So why would he I, be the one I saying think, it's a problem? I think there was a gentleman's agreement. And now we like flew past it. I don't know, man. I'm starting to think he's going to become like a joke name in Yankees history. Like, no, who's good? I really like that stretch of Drury. Like, if we trade him in like a month. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I I don't think any team would trade for him 
with his eyesight and stuff. It is odd, though, that, like, the extra man on the bench, if Drury was healthy and his eyes were fine, you'd got to think he would come up to be the extra man in the doubleheader over Clint. Kind of. I don't know. Clint Clint has more better outfield usage than Drury if, if that's where they want the body. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's a weird situation. It's crazy. Anyways, ideal nacho layout is I just – my ideal nacho. So Dallas has some places where they serve individual nachos. What does that mean? A which, chip? A chip with shit on it? What is an individual nacho? So you'll get a you order the nachos and there will be 10 like individual chips but with like the perfect amount of meat, cheese and other stuff on there. So you're not getting the full quantity. It's like a nacho slider. You're getting like the ideal nacho. So somewhere between that and regular nachos, just with the right distribution. I like a little bit of everything. My, I reach in, I grab a little bit of cheese, a little bit of meat. Maybe there's some guac. I don't know. Did I splurge? I don't know. And then, yeah, that's the ideal nacho. I just don't like when they put all the chips on the middle and then they dump everything on top in the center. I like it to be a little more yeah. layered. Yeah, that's very true. Okay. And, and if you run out of... If you run out of meat and cheese and stuff with a lot of chips left, why did we even do this? Yeah, it's a bummer because then because you know that you're gonna sit there and pick at those gross ass chips that serve nothing. Yeah, there's not even dip or anything. And how come there's never been good nacho chips? Why waste the money? Like you go to some places and you're like, whoa, these chips are pretty good. No one's ever had the remaining nacho chips and be like, these are good. Everyone's like, oh, why did I keep eating the nacho chips? It's true. Maybe we maybe we just diagnose something here. All right, I did forget. Kind of, go finish. It's funny the things I put my mind's actual brain power to use on. Nice. So not that sentence. Your brain power didn't go to that sentence. No, I gave up. Yeah, <laughs> I gave up, gave up I still, there. I was still thinking. I was still thinking during that sentence if I had any other comments on nachos. All right, we're gonna go to game two burn of this weird two game set versus the Orioles, and this this burn, and not only the burn, Jake, the entire show is brought to you by Edward Ladon, Angel, Joshua, Nick, Jessica, Renee, Edbru. Sorry, Edbru. I don't know why I did that accent there. What was that name? A brew. E-B-R-U. A brew. Yeah, I rolled my tongue on it. I don't know if that was correct. I don't even know. It might have been rude, so I apologize if it's rude. If it's correct, go me. A brew. Even, even better. Samantha, Matt, Andrew, Julia. So thank you to those guys. Those are our most recent patron subscribers. If you want to subscribe on Patreon to support us, you can. It's $2 a month. You get access to videos of every podcast. You can watch them live as we record them. You get If you don't want to watch it live, you get it earlier than when it comes out on the podcast. You get your name entered into a raffle to win a jersey from affordablejerseys.com at the end of each month. Our first raffle winner was Chris Hankin, originally uh, from somewhere, but now lives in L.A. I forget. Long Island. Long Island. So. Long Island. So thanks to the new supporters and everyone else that has already supported. You guys are awesome. Let's burn, Jake. Yeah, and, and... – I, I'm not the ad guy because I like I like we've talked about. I don't use words well, but s- sign up to the Patreon stuff. Two bucks, win the jersey. See, see of us stumbling over our words and try not to boom our pants. I don't know. That's not a great sell. <laughs> I'll burn. All right, on your mark, get set, burn. The final game of the four game set. 
that, aka Game Two. What are you saying, Masahiro Tanaka against Kevin Gossman, high school teammate of Greg Bird? How about that? That's a fun fact. Don't care anymore. First inning, Mr. Jones and me, Homer to left center, 387 feet, one nothing Baltimore. Okay, a little flashback there. Is this going to be a game? Is this going to be a series? No. Second inning. Miguel Andujar, see you later, Drury, 399 <laughs> feet to left. Hicks scores, 2-1 Yankees. We go to the third, John Boy's favorite swing, Giancarlo Stanton. It's a homer into the bachelorette party. Hello, ladies, 4-1 Yankees, top three. All right, bottom three, Rickard homer. Everyone's like 4-2, to two. that's the score in every game. Me and Jimmy will maybe talk about that later. Tanaka gives up another home run. Okay, you kind of shrug, that's fine, 4-2. to two. Top six, here comes the sun. Gregorius singles to center. Sanchez scored. Uh, oh, and this was the Orioles comedy of errors. <laughs> I almost need to give, I'm going to give my first myself pause during a burn. Because, dude, you were killing me with your Orioles coverage <laughs> with the errors and all that stuff. I was dying, dude. You, you can be secretly very mean. <laughs> what? Come on. I mean... The problem is when you when you do something when you quote unquote go in or whatever the kids say nowadays like that. <laughs> there's a lot of truth behind it, <laughs> and it was just it was tough to watch, dude. Yeah, yeah, They're tough to watch. Yeah, we'll, like, we'll get into it. It stopped looking like baseball for a little bit. Okay, so this this was another good like Yankees rallying without homers, <laughs> minus the error part on the other side. But Hicks singles to center, Didi scores. Bottom six, okay, Machado homer. Ah, that's three Tanaka. That's not good, but all right, we're just we're boosting his stats for when he's a Yankee next year. Tanaka gets pulled mid that inning with a few guys on base. Nervous, holder, you better do good, otherwise Tanaka's going to rip your head off. He gives up a Valencia double. Shoop scores. Scoop, scope. Scope. Uh, six, six, four Orioles. Little dangerous ball to Gardy. Gardy makes a nice play on it to save Tanaka, Holder, and all of us, some headaches in that game. Top eight, Hicks with a single. Didi scores again. And Duhar with another double. It's 8-4, top eight. Depression is sinking in in Baltimore. Robertson comes in. He gives up a run just to be like, okay, don't feel that bad about yourself, guys. Jones single, Valencia scores. 8-5, Yanks win over the Orioles. Tanaka to Holder to Green to Batances to Robertson. Gossman had a decent amount of strikeouts, and he's, he had a couple nice pitches, but his final line is 5.1, five earned runs, six runs total. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I, I I tried to burn, but, like, the no life in Baltimore takes the burn out of me a little bit. Dude, it was brutal. I mean, <laughs> let's get into awards so we can do individual performance and all that because there's that, a lot of stuff will come from awards. Awards are brought to you by AffordableJerseys.com. Go there, buy Yankee jerseys. No names on the back. They're the best. $99, no names on the back, affordablejerseys.com. Jake, who goes first for Pride of the Yankees? I think it's you, dog. I am giving my Pride of the Yankees to a man who it doesn't come easily for me to give him Pride of the Yankees. It goes to Aaron Hicks. Ooh. Wow. Did you see his last 12-game stats? Yeah. His la- He's got a 500 on base percentage. And a 1.2 something OPS in his last 12 games. And um, it's not like if you go back his last 24 games, the stats are still good. They're not jaw dropping like 500 on base percentage, 1.2 OPS. I, 
just to stay true to myself, I don't like his approach in the, in the batter's box, but he's coming through. And with Gardy playing awesome and now Hicks playing awesome, all the Clint screamers, uh, they've just gone silent. We did this last year with Gardner, and uh, maybe this is Hicks. I, I don't know what Hicks will be at the end of the year. Boone gave him a huge boost of confidence, and based, they were kept asking about Clint and Hicks so much that Boone said, Hicks is going to be a two-way player for us this entire season. Boone said that before, I think after the first game maybe, and before the second game, which is huge. And some people took it as like he was slighting Clint, but I think he was more telling Hicks like, yo, just play baseball. You're our guy. Yeah, and you and me have – well, one of the bigger things that you've kind of got me to look at more is kind of like what does the team – what does the team really think of a player? We've talked about this with like Tyler Austin and Greg Bird. Dude, Bird's batting three-hole, and and Tyler Austin <laughs> is like out of the world. Like, what – you can – you're about to say. You can tell so much what Cashman and Co. think of players if you pay attention to the quotes and how they're – and they love Bird. And dude, it's it's kind of a similar thing with Hicks. I mean, they what they've decided is well, they clearly appreciate his defense, and his other biggest asset is kind of on base percentage, which he's he's showing again. And so it's <laughs> well, a we're both coming around on Hicks a little more while he's having a hot streak, which there's some irony there. He's his stats right now. He's on pace for like. A 20 homer, 20 steal season, 250 batting average, 353 OBP. If you told us this before the year, we'd be saying, yeah, this is, if Aaron Hicks is giving us that, that's great. The thing that we didn't factor in were a lot of the injuries, like when Hicks is batting five hole and stuff and not doing his guess hitting when you really need a big hit. That's a bad, that's a tough look for him. Um, it's nice that but he's man, now back to seven or eight or wherever he is. And that's that's what I'm saying. If if you look at the stats, if you told us, you know, he's 41 games played at this point, five homers, six steals, 353 on base percentage, and with the defense he provides. Yeah. And so that's I I talked about last episode and I didn't you were laughing at me because I was talking about myself playing baseball, but I was talking about you don't if you're a hitter, you don't want to hit a ball at Aaron Hicks because he's a good defensive center fielder. That's that's just kind of a mindset. Like, if you were a hitter and you're like, well, I ripped one at Andujar, yeah, he's a young guy, his glove might not be there, I've, I've, got, I've got a better chance. Hicks puts pressure on you in every aspect of the game just because he has – just he has enough speed on the bases that you have to work – you have to think about him a little bit. He has enough power, and with his guess hitting, you're scared as a pitcher to throw him a mistake because he can just turn on one. And at the, that's how he works pitches. And they, you know, with a guy like this that we were, I don't know, we were tough on Hicks. We talked about him cheating the system because he takes a lot of pitches. And that would, <laughs> you would have the same approach if you were on the Yankees tomorrow. Just <laughs> hope, hope, hope they throw four balls before they throw three strikes. I don't know. I, I'm, like I said, I'm a little sad that we're both coming around at the same time on it. But his defense is, is point A. And for a 7-8 hitter in a lineup, he's putting pressure on you in every facet of the game. He's he's a bad five-tool player. How about that? <laughs> he's got five tools. They're all average to below. <laughs> they're, all, they're, all, 
Like you have to respect all of them. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. But uh, yeah. And they do like him. And it was nice that Boone did that for his guy. He's like, hey, he's our guy. Yeah. And he's and he's come around to it. Tyler Wade is the other player that they love, but Wade just mm. like betrayed them. Like Wade, ugh, Wade could have done a quarter if he did a quarter more. Cashman and Co. and Boone would have loved to reward him with like playing time or something, you know. And Wade just fucking sucked. He's doing bad in Triple A too. Isn't that the nuts thing about baseball? Like we we came in. You and me try to stay level-headed as we can and unless we really go off the tracks. But we said, you know, this team really loves Tyler Wade. What can he be? You know, at his high end of the scale was like, you know, maybe this guy can slap it around and hit 280 and, you know, be a utility knife and a speedster. And now we look at him and, like, laugh. But like, dude, think of the way the Yankees organization talked about Tyler Wade and now, like, how could you even see him and Glaber Torres as, as like equals <laughs> in the same room? Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's what this is, is me telling any prospect huggers that listen to our show. Fuck your mother. <laughs> <laughs> that's my line. Son of a bitch stole my line. I'm a little wonky today. If you can't All right, tell. Well, give me your pride of the Yankees. Pride, 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 pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Do I need to make those noises? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh every time my pride of the yankees do 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 i kind of want to do a cop out this is another this is kind of another weird board to pick out of huh mm-hmm. i have a lot of like i have a lot of cop outs i'll go you know what man i'll he deserves it i'll go anduhar i know you got the shirt on right now he can do it he can do it all night long. He's really solidified third. I, I know we're circling around on this episode and a couple other episodes. Dude, the extra base hit thing is, like, really cool. It's <laughs> like, crazy. If he, dude's got a live bat. He's going to shut me and everyone else talking about walks up if every time he hits it, it's an extra base hit. Yeah, and that's – Because, like, well, the way OPS works is do you take walks, and when you hit the ball, do you hit it hard? He's His slugging percentage is so high – that his how high is it? It's so high. I don't know exactly how high it is, but <laughs> man, he's all, it's higher than a stoner on 420. What's the one that everyone likes? Higher than a giraffe pussy. This is a family show, Jake. What the fuck? Is that the one that everyone likes? Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah, it's like a comedian said it. Now it's all over the internet. People say it all the time. Okay, Boy, you must be higher than. Beep, beep. Ooh, why'd they bleep out giraffe? Okay. <laughs> anyway, his slugging percentage is so high that his on-base percentage is so low, but it still evens out. Because the first barrage of doubles, when he first got called up, you were thinking, that's an anomaly. Like, there's no way he can keep that up. So in order to keep the OPS high, he's got to start taking some walks. I still think he needs to start taking some walks. Just so pitchers respect him more with um, how they attack him. But even then... Dude, just when he barrels a ball, well, what's his barrels numbers? I don't even know that stat, but uh, yes, even his out in game two was just a rocket to center field. Yeah, and this is this is totally a cop out because if he was in a slump, I would just be saying the opposite. This is like this is good radio sports talk. It's me saying, yeah, you know, I know he's not taking walks, but he's still posting good at bats right now. Which, if he was in a slump, I'd say, well, he's not taking walks. He's not getting hits. What is he doing? But it does feel like he's 
he's in control of the at bat. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. I don't think pitchers, so, man. Pitchers can't just bounce three curveballs to him and be like, "We're gonna get out of here." Kinda. I mean, <laughs> if they are, it's not working right now. He had that home run. You, I'm done giving you pats on the back after this, but dude, 0-2 splitter or split change or whatever it is, Gossman's kind of out pitch. Can we? He, you know what pissed he me off? He left it a little high, but. O2 pitch. Can we, yeah. like, what's up with these, like, faux names for pitches? Split change? It's a splitter. Why are people saying split? That... Oh, dude, I love the names of all the pitches. But, like, why is that? Because it's a different grip. No, it's not. He just splits it in between his fingers. They zoomed in on it. It's like, that's just a splitter. Well, there's circle change. Yeah, but that's part of the grip. But dude, that's, that's that's when CeCe and Coney, or who did, who did they talk about earlier this year where they were like, Oh, oh, Bauer. They were like, oh, talking pitching with Bauer? That's a blast. Just talking different grips and stuff. That's their art. That's like... I get it. That's their craft. But what makes that a changeup? Just that it's slower than the fastball? Yes, splitters are slower. (laughs) (laughs) It's like calling that a curveball change. Doesn't compete with my brain. I like it. All right, well... Would you rather throw a split change or a circle change? A splitter, because that's a splitter. (laughs) And the throwing splitter is cool. My fingers wow. aren't big enough. I have such a little you're, piece you're of so, shit. You're such a Michael K on your soapbox about different grips, man. <laughs> don't compare. Is that like the meanest thing I could say to you? <laughs> don't compare me to Michael K. Dude, he's getting he's getting worse and worse and worse and worse and worse and worse in my opinion. I can't listen. I like it. I, I want him I want him to go off the deep end. If Coney, Ruko, or O'Neal, neither of those three are involved in the broadcast, it's kind of boring as shit. Wow, you're out on Kenny Smokes? I like him when he does play-by-play, not when he does color commentary. Yeah, his color, his color calls kind of tough sometimes. Yeah, I, I love his play-by-play because he's calm. Uh, but, like, Michael doing play-by-play and Kenny Singleton doing color, it was it, it was like the Orioles were basically draining all life. And then, I mean, I guess it was hard for Kay and Kenny to, like, yeah. do it. They were I was having trouble burning. They were so wrong on the replay of when Glaber tried to stretch that double into a triple. Did you see that? And they were yeah. like, oh, he has to challenge that. And like, I was like, what are you guys looking at? And then <laughs> he I did, he complimented Gary a couple times. You hear that? I did hear that. That was nice. Nice. Um, Gary looks like a piece of trash. Should I just give him my motherfucker? Yeah, we'll move Do on. It, you won't. No, I'll give Gary. I, I, I wasn't going to. I was going to give it to the weather. The people need to hear it from you. Because you'll say it in a more tasteful way than the people. Um, Yeah, he looks bad. He's like, he's in a slump right now where he looks bad. Like he's swinging like yeah. garbage. He's just chasing. He looks bad. I'm not riled up about it because the team's winning. He's not, someone was like, Gary's killing us. Well, no, we're, we've won 12 of our last 16 or something like that. So, <laughs> so he's not killing us. So Gary's uh, holding back the ship, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so it's a slump. Hopefully it ends, and I'm not going to freak out after a week. It took me like a month of Didi to freak out, and then now he's out of it, so that's good. So Gary's in a slump. He looks shitty. He's going to get out of it. I got so many tweets saying Roman should be the starter, which is, mm. oh, so the catcher who's leading in home runs and RBIs in the entire league, bench that guy, right? Or wait, maybe try and get him out of his slump So because when, when he gets going, he's the best offensive catcher in all of baseball. No, let's just bench him and make sure that never happens. Send him down. He's got options. <laughs> Go, go down to Trent and work on your blocking. I got so best, many. Best, best young offensive hitting catcher ever. <laughs> 
And he's top 10 defensively. Like last year, he finished top 10 defensively because of his arm, his pitch framing, and stuff like that. So when when you complain about Gary, just remember in your head, you're complaining about the number one offensive catcher in all of baseball and the uh, top 10. He's probably so top two offensive and top 10 defensive. That's the guy you're complaining about. And he's young, I've, under control on our team. So keep complaining I've got, away. I've got a question for you. Yeah. Because this is something that I think we have changed on a little bit from the start of the year. Are you okay with Austin Romine getting like two starts a week? If Gary DH is one game, I'm f- and until Romine, until this run, stretch runs. What do you mean? What what stretch? Boone said. Boone. Did you hear that? That was actually really good on the broadcast. They were like, they were talking about Boone said. They were like, yeah, you know, this this is Austin Romine now. He's always had the talent. And then Kay was like, I don't know if he's supposed to be a 360 hitter. <laughs> I am. I believe. I'm all there. Boone. I love. I like Boone. Because he's, he's like, I got my guys back. People are like, Boone lies to the media. Yeah, that's his fucking job. He just, you know who's the biggest liar to the media ever? Derek Jeter. Dude yeah. never answered anything, honestly. Spun it so it just, like, covered his bases and all that shit. That's what Boone's supposed to do. He's supposed to get his guys back. But if I'm in that room, if I'm Brian Hoke, like Coke, if I'm some of these beat reporters and Aaron Boone says, this is the real Austin Romine. You know, this is the guy we knew we had. I'm laughing in Boone's face. Like, come on, Boone. Come on. <laughs> Austin, Austin Romine's better than he than he did last year for sure. Yeah, this ain't the real Austin Romine. Getting so uh, many, he'd be a starter on so many other teams. Don't think so, but okay. I'm bought in. At least starting somewhere next. You know, year. Cervelli's like leading all catchers right now. Um, Cervelli's leading all catchers right now in OPS. Some crazy stat, I think. John Ryan Murphy has eight eight or nine home runs on the year in Arizona. So Yankees backup catchers right now, the farm system is really, really panning out. Whoever was – who was catcher development like five years ago? It wasn't me. It wasn't me either. That guy's doing good. So my motherfucker that was, – No, it was funny because they – everyone kind of wrote those guys off because everyone talked about the, like, that catching batch for a while and like these guys are going to be pretty good. And then like Murphy shot the bed a little bit, Romine shot the bed, and everyone's like, okay, guys. Yeah. And then – now, yeah, there took him a little more time. Jesus Montero's next. Jesus Montero ate himself out of the league, which is what you'd do if you ever got the signing the, bonus. Yeah, the dream. Did I mention the farm nachos? <laughs> All right, who's your motherfucker? Uh, the option is to add the farm. Yeah. <laughs> I see at the bottom of the menu here, it says add the farm. Could that be... What I think it is. Are you going to put just like all the meats and everything on? Yeah, okay, I'll take that. Does that only apply to nachos or like <laughs> burgers? So I'll take a nachos, so, add, add the farm. Add the farm? She's going to have the burger. Uh, yeah, add that farm. And then um, he's going to have the salad. And can I get a farm on the side? I'm going to pick at it. Yeah, give me side of farm. Side of farm, please. My Yankee MFR. Dude, let's let's make this a ruin John Boy's day. And again, this was technically a sweep. I'm giving it to Tanaka, man. Well, I wanted you to because I want to talk run, about the it. The home run stuff's bad. And I know I know you said his stuff looked good, and I know you kind of view relievers and like the runners left on base a little differently than most people do. Dude, the homers are tough. I know they were solo shots, and you walk away saying, Oh, well, at least they were solo shots. Well, this was the Orioles. 
And Machado's really good and just kills us. You you kind of let that one go. Jones, home run. Yeah, I mean, Jones isn't what he used to be. Jones is part of the reason that the Orioles aren't <laughs> – he's part of the reason the Orioles are 17-40 and 40 now and not a competing baseball team. That last run I mean, hurts Tanaka and not being able to finish the sixth. If he finished the sixth – and it's three runs and there are solo shots. It's not like the best start ever, but it's not bad. And it, and we win. Right. But there, here's, here's, and sorry for cutting you off, but here's what I want to say on that is that I think you need to give more of that credit. Like you talk about relievers inheriting runners in, in that game. The manager made a decision that you are no longer the better option to get these next batters out. So you let these guys on base, whatever this, Whoever comes in next, that's partially your bat because yeah. you you're done. Yeah, for sure. I I know five point one what was it, five point one innings, four runs. Yeah, no, not solo shots. Yeah, not a good start. But I will say this about Tanaka: old school pitching. He's done what he needs to do to keep the Yankees in games because there was, he didn't have great stuff that game, and he avoided the big blow up inning. So I don't know. Three, three, three home runs is bad. The fact that they're solos, you can't take that away from him. Like, if you're going to put all the blame on the home run, then you have to say, but at least, like, someone was like, he got lucky they were solos. I'm like, no, I think that's not luck. That was good. He did a good job. When runners were on, a couple times, he, he escaped it with the ground ball. I was hoping he would get a double play on that last yeah. at-bat to finish the six and go six innings, three earned runs. Uh, it's not a good start. Definitely not a good start. Would I sign up for it again? I wouldn't like. I wouldn't say <laughs> no. You shouldn't. You shouldn't. But it it you win. You can win games. It's not great. The same start. You wouldn't say I'll sign up for it again. I'm not signing up for it again. <laughs> yeah. But if you give me some other options, it's not terrible. I will say Tanaka's got a good Yankees dynasty pitching line going right now. Set win win loss record seven and two four seven nine ERA. <laughs> nice. Well, hey, well, not a good. Not, we'll take it. Not a good start, but uh, home runs are bad. But solo home runs are good. Is this this is going to be kind of obnoxious? Is there a cure for Tanaka's home run problem? <laughs> I know that's that's a loaded question. Is there any from a fan perspective? Is there anything we're seeing that we're like, yo, Tanaka? He get he get. They're mostly he gets beat in bad counts. Like he usually. It's not like he's. Letting up 0-2 home runs that often. They're usually 2-0, 3-1. Uh, you know, he's behind and he tries to get a strike and it leaves it flat. Yeah, we'll we'll have to talk to the geeks to get some, see if there's more science behind it. But, yeah, again, we, we won both games. You, you got to pick someone. Okay, let's get into regular awards. Let's get into regular awards. I still don't like that we just call them regular awards. I think we asked people to try and get creative. Miscellaneous awards, extra awards. Uh, we got some, but they weren't they weren't they weren't good. My first award. Talking Yanks Awards. Yeah. My first <laughs> don't like it. My first award is the Hey You Said Sacks of Shit Award. Ooh, let me guess. I know this. You seen this I one? I know before? this. I don't know. I don't know. What what, what team in Baltimore is it? <laughs> the Orioles. Dude. They are apathetic's the best way to put it. Like, I made a video of all their faces when they're just staring out blankly, like, depressed and sad. Chris Davis is an embarrassment to the sport of baseball right now. He's literally yeah. Eeyore, which was one of the funnier characters in animation history, with a baseball bat in his hand. Can you imagine... 
I mean, it's so crazy that he won't change his swing, and pitchers are like, okay, well, we'll just throw high fastballs because your uppercut swing can't hit those. And he refuses. You know in like a league of their own, high fastballs. Can't hit him, can't lay off him. Oh shit, I should make that clip for Chris Dave for Chris Chris <laughs> Davis and then put all fuck, I'm gonna let me write that down right here. Chris Davis, okay. high, Chris Davis, League of Their Own. Uh and then the errors, man, like Adam Jones in center field, just apathetic. Machado just like his body language, it, which is always terrible. He's never been a good yeah. he's always been like a little punk bitch on the field. But and his haircut, also pathetic. Their catcher, or I don't know what position he plays, that Cisco dude. Francisco looks like That's fun to say he looks like he they just pulled him off like a high school Broadway play and like hey yeah, him and Sonny him and Sonny like hey do you guys want to pretend to be baseball players for a second we need extras on this film set <laughs> that's what he looks like that's tough man uh they're just so sad and these two rainouts now here's my thought process first I'm like okay well nice they won't have Machado or maybe even Jones or I think Jones' contract is expiring. Maybe no one wants him. They won't have a couple good players when we play them again in August. They'll be traded. But my, but then my brain says, yeah, but they're going to have a lot of up-and-coming like rookies and guys that are gung-ho and trying to make make the team. Maybe playing this this version of the Orioles, this pathetic, sad sack of shit version who don't care about anything. They're so they were so sad. So they won an award for being such sad sacks of shit. Yeah, and this you're right. Jones's contract is up after this year. I mean, Showalter has to be out. I, I, I have no real gripe with Showalter. I think he's pretty solid as a manager. Um, but this, I mean, talk about a, a guy whose voice will wear on you. I mean, at this point, like, what is going? Like, dude, what's that atmosphere like in their dugout, in their locker room? Like, it has to be miserable, like Buck Showalter saying, hey, all right, time to anchor down, guys. And they're like, dude, tell Chris Davis not to swing like that, and maybe I'll anchor down. Dude, so I don't – hey, check out some of my tweets, man. I'm cool. No, um, <laughs> <laughs> at Talking Jake. Uh, no, so how how <laughs> – how much talk have we had about Ellsbury on this podcast? And, you know, Ellsbury gets paid so much. And, you know, we tell them, hey, if you're really mad at that, get mad at Cashman. Um, how are we still paying this guy? You know, he's two more years after this year at $21 million. Dude, Chris Davis has four more years at $23 million after this year. Like, I, when I saw that, like, I got, like, sad. Like, yeah. very sad. Isn't um, it Bobby Bonilla, too? Like, he's going to get paid out till he's uh, 50 years old? I think he might have mixed in one of those. I, I'm, I'm I pretty didn't sure see that. But, but, man, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, like, what do you do? And, like, if you're Chris Davis, what are you thinking? Stubborn as hell, dude. Like, you think it's just going to come around, kid? How about when he didn't field that ground ball that was, like, right at him? That was – I mean, that was brutal. I I mean, I, I low-key loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but because, I mean, that's just tough, man. You're giving us nothing in the field, nothing at the plate, and Buck just has to keep throwing him out there. Well, no, they're going to sign Hanley getting... Ramirez. Bring Hanley Ramirez into that clubhouse, 
that you're going to deject one of the more happy, like naturally happy dudes in the history of baseball. Not history of baseball. Hanley's a happy dude. Hanley can't sign there, right? They're trying to bring him in. And Michael K was like, well, yeah, that doesn't really make sense with Chris Davis on the roster and dude, Trumbo on the roster. Trumbo, Pedro Alvarez. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's a sad state of affairs. You'll, Jones is going to be out. You and me talked about this a little bit. I mean, I I didn't realize how sad the state of affairs truly was. They're trading Machado. They have to. They'd be, they'd be crazy now. Because he's he's not going to resign. No. The t- team's an absolute mess. That's going to be interesting. Man, you're going to hate me for this. Maybe you won't. No, I don't do this conversation now. We're at an hour in. we got three more awards to go. And this is, like, so premature. Table that entire conversation. I'm kind of Team Machado. We'll get there another time. Okay, your next award. If you're going to pay Didi and you're going to pay Machado, I don't know. We'll we'll get there another time. My next award goes to... You like that? Sure. My award goes to... I, well, no. The name of the award is the... Oh, Throwing Strikes Works. Sonny Gray! Hey! 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 Throw strikes, you little weirdo. <laughs> That was tough. That was tough. No, I'm I'm ready to meet Sonny when we're ready. Vanderbilt guy, we'll we'll be able to chat. So he likes he's he likes the NBA. Ruko said, dude, he threw. There was one GIF replay of his pitch, dude. He threw a nasty. It was like a slider that was going out and then came in really hard. I give that, that Sunny dirt. It was a nice yeah, pitch. That was really nice. Um, Rollinash. Really nice. I mean, dude, Sonny Gray, Camden Yards with some of their hitters, you're like, you know, could go sour quick. But, yeah, I, you wonder if it's like, – what goes on in Sonny Gray's head, man? So here's – here's I wanted to give Sonny Award, but you just took it from me, but I'll just talk about it yeah. now. It was going to be the like, hey, man, I don't actually hate you award because he, be yeah. he made me pretty mad the other day just because of his excuses like or non-excuses or whatever. Just right. Saying, saying you can't say – you weren't bad when you're bad. But, dude, he's so genuinely awkward in all his interviews. Like, Meredith had him out there for that rain delay conversation. And they asked him. She asked him. She's just asking fun questions. And she asked Sonny, do you wish you could hit home runs? And he was like, oh, I don't know, man. I mean, you see the guys in the cages. That's I, that's not for me. I can't I can't do that. Uh, that's, that's a lot of work. A lot goes into that. So, no, nah, I'm fine not doing this. like, <laughs> Oh, okay. Just just say like, yeah, that'd be. Wish I could hit a home run, but I love that he didn't. Like, I like, I like, I like that. It's genuine. He was like, nah, no. (laughs) Well, I mean, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to totally rework my swing. I mean, (laughs) I'd have to put in like two to three hours a day in the cages. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I do. I did like. Just trying to ask a fun one. (laughs) I do like that answer and so i do like sunny gray he's now had uh what four good starts in his last six me and uh rusty were going over it uh and he's been he's been better than people think he has uh not good he's still not good overall but i think he has like seven good starts and like four terrible ones you think you know but you have no idea yeah his era (laughs) is down to five five um, which hey, we just said Tanaka is at four seven nine, but 
I don't know. You you wonder when the light bulb is fully going to go off or maybe he's kind of – this is a, a tough Tyler Austin comparison, but maybe he's uh, – you know, he's going to look good against bad teams. He's going to look bad against good teams. I, that, that's not the full track record, though. It's, you, we just, like, back into corners when we're talking about Sonny Gray. Be good, dude. Be good. All right, my next award goes to um, um, every compliment about you is an insult award. Every compliment about you is an insult, okay. And it goes to Ronald Torres. Wow. Every time the broadcasters or fans try to compliment Ronald Torres, in my brain, it comes off as like such a backhanded compliment. Like, yeah, he's like a little brother to everyone on the team. That's not yeah. a compliment, Kenny. That's not, not cool. Okay, that's not, no one wants to be that. Like, hey, here's me and all my friends from high school and all my friends are like, yeah, you're like a little brother to us, man. Like, oh no, because I'm a professional baseball player as well and we're all on the same team. So can you just call me like a friend, <laughs> not a little yeah. brother? One of the guys. Judge does like his uh, high five to toe in like memorance. And I think that was funny. And Judge is just like having a little fun with it. Twitter acted like legit, like bring him back. Bring him yeah. back. Did you guys see what's going on? Bring Toe back. I'm sick of people trying to compliment Toe. And then, like, they're really an insult. Like, this whole, oh, he was, like, such a spirit in the clubhouse, blah, blah, blah. Like, Toe is probably sitting there like, talk about my ability to play, you motherfuckers, and not just my ability to be likable because I'm short. Okay. <laughs> Jake's, Jake's <laughs> a, say No, just say bye. <laughs> I'll end the show. Say bye. You sir, I have I have one last award. Dude, no, it's here's a little weird Sonny Gray tidbit if people want to hold on to this. This year, 367 ERA on the road, 722 at home. What's so, your last award? Just yell it out. Uh my last award is the I'm, <laughs> I'm about to sprint to the bathroom award. No. Uh, let me give an award to dude. Uh, how about this? How about Greg? Uh, the starting first baseman award, Greg Bird. He's back, baby. <laughs> All right. And Jake's out of here. He's sprinting to the bathroom. He sent, Love you guys. He's, he sent me a note that said, dude, about to shit my pants. But instead, he could have just said it out loud because I just spoiled that for him. So, <laughs> so Jake's out of here. That's the end of the show. Uh, good last award by Jake. I'm Greg Bird, and I'm the starting, starting first baseman award. Tyler Austin didn't play either of these games. Bird's in the three hole. He's not on fire yet, but he's getting a hit each game. Whacked that triple. So... Bird starting good good award jake who's not here he's currently in the bathroom that's the end of the show we were trying to go short because there's only two games but we ended up at an hour anyway hope you don't mind we'll be back tomorrow with uh hopefully a shorter episode about the two game double header set all right thank you and goodbye go yankees go yankees go yankees tell them grandma go yankees <laughs> <laughs>